Welcome to Inspiration Narratives, a short series of conversation highlighting creatives from underrepresented communities. In honoring their work and creativity, we take a deeper dive into the times, moments, and influences that encapsulates why these creatives do what they do, and if, how, and where they use their medium to celebrate the cultures they come from. These are the stories that need to be told. This is Inspiration Narrative. Um, well, I'm adopted, okay. so it's my, my adopted family's last name. Um, I think it's Romanian, though. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ever do a genealogy test? I did, I did. How was that? It's actually really interesting because I, I never knew anything, and I found out that I'm pretty much completely mixed 50-50. Really? Um, a lot of my, my African heritage comes from Ghana okay. and West Africa. West Africa. Yeah, and then... Uh, European, I'm Irish, Russian, French, and Finnish. Damn, so did they, were you able to break it down from like, all right, I mean, you don't know neither side of your parents? Nope. Okay, damn. I mean, I know, I know. Not uh, damn in a good way, but. Yeah, 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 but I know uh, stuff about my biological mom, but that's pretty much it, and that side. The white side? The, the no, the black side. I mean, they were both black, but okay. just very light skinned. Okay. Yeah, um, and my birth mom, she was, my birth, Biological grandmother was the first black female heart surgeon in America. Wow. So it's, a, it's not a bad lineage to come no, from. It could be worse. And I know that my biological mother gave me up because she was, she was young and she was obviously trying to follow that lineage mm. and couldn't, you know, balance a baby in school. So that was fine. I mean, it was, I was adopted when I was, like, as I was born. So, okay, so I don't I remember it. Yeah, it wasn't, right, right. I wasn't in foster care or anything. So. I mean, I can only imagine, though. I mean... I bet somebody watching like This Is Us or something like that is kind of like, I want to say triggering, but do you see, or do you, how, how do you see that? As My mom now says that she, that triggers her. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it's funny because I don't associate so much with it because I had such an eclectic upbringing. Right. My... Philly's a dope place to grow it's up. So, yeah, it's a great place. And especially in the arts. My nanny was actually, who I consider my grandmother and still is part of the family, um, she's actually from Ghana, which was serendipitous to find out that I was also like mainly from Ghana as well. So. Tribe is crazy, right? Yeah, it's crazy. It spreads. So, yeah, I, I mean, I loved Philly growing up. The arts community was really big, and my mom introduced me to all this different stuff. And um, yeah, I got a taste of of everything. She made sure that I experienced everything and and anything. You know, the one question that we're trying to have a uniformity for, especially with Black History Month, and we decided to put this together which is making sure that people understand not only when people create when they're without, but more importantly, whether they do the pivot on it for it to be, you know, authentically you. Yeah. So for me, it's like this. You mentioned your background. Yeah. You mentioned you finding your blackness. If you could talk to me about an impactful time or story that encapsulated why you fit into your field of dance, you know, what makes you a creative, mm -hmm. you know, how are you able to channel that into what inspires with you right now? So interestingly, I'm, I'm so like into cerebral processes and my mom actually is a psychologist. And she recently told me a story about, I, I thought I chose dance at six and I was like, I'm gonna be a dancer. And, and that's true, I wrote it in, in one of my kindergarten notebooks. Like, I can't wait to become a dancer. Mm. Um, and I followed through with that. But actually, she told me that when I was a baby, almost without words, uh, that that was my main form of communication and um, quick sad story but my when I was two and I had some words um, we adopted a another kid okay. um, 
and we had him for six months. His name was Rocky. And um, he was taken back by his mother uh, because of the, you know, the system was difficult back then, still is. And um, I had the words to explain maybe what I was feeling, but I didn't. And my mom told me that I was like, I mean, essentially dancing, but I was trying to communicate to her and I was like moving and, and like freaking out and crying and stopping and, and trying to like tell her something, but I couldn't articulate it until she finally asked me. She was like, do, do you think that can happen to you or something? And, and I said, yes. Mm. Um, and it's, it's so interesting that even, I don't know if, I feel like I always knew, but on some weird cerebral level before I even was developed, I could understand that I was from somewhere else and that that it wasn't an avenue that they'd be able to take me back, but that that was, I don't know, it could be a possibility. And I feel like from the very beginning, movement was, was expression for me because it really is the most primitive and most advanced way to communicate. I guess now, and this is probably a dope time to be a dancer and to be a black person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of parallels, usually in sports, and usually when it comes to the arts, because I think sports can be as expressive as well. Yeah. If you ever want to know what's happening in America, you can find that on a football field. It starts as sports. It's money being white money being invested into black bodies, you know, pimping them out. How do we go ahead and progress? People start to uprip and speak. People want to snuff that and yeah. everything like that. A crazy segue, but I do feel like since, you know, a few people have been laid down, like Trayvon and, you know, uh, Mike Brown, <clears throat> 2013, 2014, I think people have been under, unapologetically black, whether it be performative or not. Yeah. But what's it like right now being a black creative, a black dancer in yeah. a space where we're constantly being pilfered for our creativity, especially in the expressive? Well, I'm very, I mean, especially because I'm a classical ballet dancer, I am in a white world from the very beginning. I, I mean, I even, I went to school in Russia. I trained ballet in Russia. I was the only black person in the country, it felt like. Um, did you go through some, um, I mean, was it prejudice over there or what was the type? It was funny because it was almost, I, I almost want to say that it was less racist than America okay. in certain ways because they were so, they were naive. Of course, their image of a black person was BET because that's the only thing they saw. Okay. And they said some things that I was, I set them straight and they understood. They were like, oh, there's people and you have skin and it's a different color as opposed to whatever, whatever it's turned into and here in America, um, especially with our history. They don't have the same history that we do. Right. I mean, yeah, they're, I don't know, they had slaves at one point, but not nearly as much as we did. Um, that being said, what was the question again? <laughs> no, it's fine. Shit. It's fine. It's Sorry. Fine. I guess, what's it like right now? Oh, being a black creative. A black, a black, a black yeah, dancer yeah. in the field such as dancing well, in this era. In a forwards and backwards way, it's, it's great that I am so few, we are so few in my specific field because in a way I, I stand out. And f I set such high expectations and goals for myself that I make sure that I'm known and seen. And in that way, I then have a very big platform um, and responsibility that I acknowledge to the people who are going to come after me to set a standard and to to be able to have this platform to create is 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 um, really a privilege, but is given to me not only because I work for it, but because I'm standing out at the moment and because people find me interesting. So in in some bad ways, I use that use that 
exoticism, if you will, in their terms to get ahead of the game, but I have a genuine and hopefully profound message to spread throughout my creativity. I think, um, I think you said it about the standard. What's yeah. the standard that you would like to leave for when it comes to the insertion of African Americans within, you know, I want to say just ballet, but just in general when it comes to the arts where where the guard, where do people need to get comfortable with the guard being changed? Yeah, I think it's, uh, people just have to change their perspective, look at it differently. Not everyone obviously comes out of the womb looking the same as everyone else. And in that way, there are completely different ways to express yourself, um, even through an art form like ballet. And mm -hmm. people come out of, of every corner of the world and have just as much of a right to, to express themselves the way that they do specifically as it's been expressed in, in the past and the, and the present. When did you realize the moment that your, your passion is finally, finally manifesting into your profession? As in a sense of now you're being, you know, not only you're expressing yourself, but you're also being paid to express yourself. Yeah. What's the joy in that? What's that like? Especially in this day and era, because we're always being told that, you know, lesser than, but yeah. absolutely, how empowering is that? It was, I mean, it was definitely, it was, it was a trip, and it happened, it actually happened by accident in some, I think, in, in my view, it happened by accident. I, I just got back from Russia after like two and a half years being there, and did some class with the company and, and they invited me to join um, the second company and then the main company and and I was in shock. I mean, I was, it was great. I was like, I'm done oh, high school. I was uh, 17 and I was like, I'm, I'm done high school um, and I'm kind of free from that and now I'm just being paid to do what I love and it's, it's great. Um, there is, there is a big difference going into a company that's completely formatted in the way that a ballet company is with right. ranks and everything. Um, so there's that to, to get used to, but um, especially now being older and, and having a different view of what, what my possibilities are and what I can do. Right. Uh, again, I'm using that platform to be able to facilitate all of my, my dreams within my company and without. This is Inspiration Narrative an Age of the Creative original.